What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts welcome to movie crush a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Movie Crush, Mini Crush, Emily in the Basement, Segment 2. Segment Hi. 2? Segment 2. Show 2? Sure. Jesus. Whatever you'd like. It's your show, dear. <laughs> dear. It's the worst. <laughs> we don't even say dear. Some, when you say dear, it's offensive. But you don't say dear. It's like when you call me dear. Emily, when you address <laughs> me as when you're calling my name. It's like one thing if you're talking about me, but if you're like, Emily, I'm like, ew, ew. <laughs> Oh, God, that makes me so mad. It's like grating on my ears. You don't say, ew. If we're having like a talk and I go, Emily, you go, you fucking asshole, don't call me Emily. (laughs) Well, usually you do it in a way that's so offensive. Emily? No. Come on. It's you doing you. And the yous are subtle. They're barely perceptible. Do we have to get into this shit? Yeah, they're barely perceptible by other people, but I know you. Can I stay on my pedestal here? You might not want to have me on your show very much. People think I'm a good guy. (laughs) He's a great guy, everybody. They like me. You don't want to ruin that. I don't want to ruin it, nor was I, you know, by by making you human. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right. So I'm going to set this next segment up and we will see if it happens or not. But we thought it might be fun to sit down and we're not going to do it now because uh, we're downstairs drunk in the basement. We're not drunk. Um, I'm exhausted. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> you talked one on, haven't we, you? We thought it. Uh, no, I'm good. We thought it might be fun to get Ruby in the basement. Yeah, 
and talk a little frozen. Sitting here talking on a mic. And what cute thing did she say the other day when I said, you know, something about being on on the show, (laughs) which she knows is called Movie Crush. All of a sudden, yeah. She said that the other day. Yeah. What? (laughs) My favorite. Maybe I've told us I had Movie Crush on in the car, and she went, "Is that Chuck?" (laughs) (laughs) Did she really? (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, No, she said. uh, (laughs) She said, "Daddy, I'll get nervous." Because mm. all the people. Yeah. And I said, no, it's just Sweet us. kid. There are no people. She didn't know how this works. So just... Uh, but she clearly does. Well, Sometimes she, she says stuff. I'm like, how do you know that? I know. I know. Uh, so I'm going to set it up. We're going to try and talk to Ruby about Frozen. So if it happens, great. If not, we'll just go right into the next bit. Yeah. Well, it's funny because she does. Sometimes she will not perform. Well, yeah. Sometimes she's one hundred percent, and you know, a thousand percent. And but sometimes I think the microphone might figure out. So we'll just see. We'll see. So she uh, has a lot to say about Frozen, though. Here we go. Spin <laughs> or not with Ruby on Frozen. <laughs> All right. So now we have in the studio. We have Ruby. Hello. Can you say hi? Hi. Uh, this is your first time being on the show, but you know what show this is, right? You said the name of it the other day. Do you remember? Movie Crush. How do you know that? <laughs> that is impressive. That's pretty impressive. You hear me talking on the radio sometimes, right? Yeah. In the car? Yeah. Hey, is that Chuck? That's right. And Noel. You know Noel too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Noel has the cool daughter who's a little bit older than you. So we thought a fun thing to do would be to talk about uh, a couple of movies called Frozen 1 and Frozen 2. I always love Frozen 1 to Frozen 2. Which one is your favorite one? Frozen 2. Really? She doesn't like to pick favorites usually. I'm impressed. Who is your favorite character? Elsa. Oh, why do you like Elsa? Because she has powers. Yeah? What else? What else do you like about her? Because she can make, because she can make it, because she can make ice. Yeah, her powers to make ice. That's yeah. pretty cool. She can freeze things. And Daddy yeah. loves ice, so <laughs> that's right. You'd be What's very our, popular in this household. <laughs> What's our favorite drink? It's ice water, right? Well, that's Ruby's favorite drink. So, what do you think about Olaf? He's funny. Yeah. Do you like his songs? Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of silly. Yeah, they are kind of silly compared to the rest of them, huh? Yeah. What about Anna? She's pretty cool too, huh? She can climb. Oh, yeah. Is she a climber? Yeah. What is she climbing? Uh, a rock. Did she climb like an ice rock? Yeah. Oh, you oh. mean when she went to go visit El- when she went to go find Elsa? Yeah. What about, um, let me see. What's another good question, Mommy? Um, who do you think should be married to Kristoff, Anna or Elsa? Or Sven? Oh. Um, Anna. Anna, yeah? yeah. And Elsa's kind of doing her own thing, right? She's just strong and powerful and cool. Yes. Wait, what's the reindeer's name again? Spin. 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 Um, what is your favorite song from either one of the movies? Oh. Let Go. Let It Go? That's kind of the big one, isn't it? It's a big one. It's the anthem. That, everyone loves that it's song. It's an anthem. Plus, it's is like, what let it, it go, man. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> See? Everybody wants to let it go. Well, since no one asked, I'll go ahead and tell you what my favorite song is. I think it is, and he's a bit of a fixer-upper. 
I love that song. Daddy wants to be a troll. Maybe that's what it is. What is your favorite song, Mommy? My favorite song is Frozen 2, where she's singing with the uh, with herself. Yeah. yeah. That's also my favorite one. Yeah. You can have all the favorites that you want, kiddo. You don't have to pick. <gasps> Besides Frozen 1 and Frozen 2, what do you think your favorite thing to watch on TV is? Um, Moana. Moana? Yeah. Moana's Which pretty great. also has a great soundtrack. What's your favorite TV show? I know the answer. Frozen. No, what's TV your favorite show. TV show? Moana. No, that's a movie. You know, TV shows are a she little bit shorter. The difference. She does. What What's the uh, What's the shorter TV that you like to watch? I'll give you a hint. Dun 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 dun. dun. PJ Masks. PJ Masks. And, They're pretty cool. And Dino Dano. Dino Dana. And Dino Dan. And Dino Dan. Yeah. And Dino Rex. Oh, is Dino Trek. Rex new? Oh, Trek's Trek. Adventures? Yeah. Trek's yeah. Adventures. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. Is uh, dinosaurs are kind of one of your favorite things, right? Yeah. Why do you like dinosaurs? Because some have horns and some eat meat. Because yeah. some eat meat and some have horns? Triceratops think... has horns. And, and T-Rex can eat meat. That's right. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Have you enjoyed being on the show? Yes. Uh, would you like to say anything to sign off, like a goodbye, perhaps? Goodbye, and I love you. Oh, that's a nice way to end it. Thank it's you for sweetheart. being here. Talk more. You want to talk more? Yeah. Okay, that was either awesome or didn't happen. <laughs> Circle one. <laughs> and that was either A or B. Uh, we're going to move on to our first real segment. That we know is going to happen. It is called Emily's Holes. That's rude. Did you bring me a Sharpie? Uh, near. I asked you to bring me a Sharpie. I know. I forgot as soon as you told me. <laughs> can you go get a Sharpie? I can go get a Sharpie. <laughs> All right. I run his errands, everyone. Oh, uh, which is 100% false. Fake news, everybody. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep recording while she's up there. Uh, so I asked you guys, um, cause here's the deal with Emily's holes. I know what movie she's seen and what movie she hasn't seen almost like a hundred percent. There's a few every now and then that surprise me, but we see a lot of movies together and we talk about movies a lot in our house. So I pretty much know what her deal is. So it, there's no way I could do this. It would not be fair if I made any kind of list at all. So what I did was asked you guys on Facebook and I figured I would just thank you, my lady. I figured I would just I was just telling everyone that uh, I know all your holes, so I can't make a list. There's right. no way I could do it in a fair way. Yeah. So I asked everyone, and I think I'm just I copied them onto a a word doc. Okay. And I'm just going to. I think we should do like every like multiples of what seven. I don't know how many Seven, are there. 21, 28. Well, no, that involves math. 7, 14. 10, 10 20, 30, 40. Is that, is that better, boo? That's better. Um, real quick, all four of our animals are obsessed with the fact that we are locked in a room that they're are not they in. Really? Oh, yeah. I tripped over <laughs> a cat, a cat, a dog. I'm like yelling at the dog to not, the old dog to not come down. Nico would not move from the landing out here. 
They're like, that's somebody you think about you in like, a room? right behind this door. Oh, God. <laughs> and they can these... hear us and they're freaking out. They're like, why are they locked in a room? Oh, my Lord. They have such FOMO. They're, a, they're worse than children as far as like, why am I not allowed to do that with you? Oh, totally. Well, they're about a four and a half year old, come to think of it. No, they're not quite that old. Um, all right. So what I did was uh, I asked the movie crushers and, uh, and let's go and just go and- Holes as in movies that I haven't seen. Yes. Okay. And we'll just go in groups of 10. Okay. I'll go 1, 10, 20, because it's the only fair way to do it. Okay. Are there that many movies? Well, we go through uh, We go through 20. Okay. And this is how I do my scorecard. See how easy that is? Oh, we each do one. No. I just ask you if oh. you've seen a movie. That's a yes and a no. Oh. Well, I, I mean, come on. What? I know that. Well, then how did you fuck it up? I didn't fuck it up. I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> Great. Uh, you see how easy that was? There was an episode where Noel did Chuck's Holes, and he was drawing, and everyone laughed. It's become kind of this like semi-famous it's bit. Like a Venn diagram? That's what I said. Oh. I said it was like a Venn diagram. Fuck, lady. All right, here we go. We're going to start with David Mills. And I asked for uh, a, a genre, too, because I didn't want... People do like weird sci-fi yeah, it can be and all over. stuff yeah. that you're, you're not really like into. Start like Fellini movies. I'm like, I haven't seen any of those. So I wanted to give you a chance. And so I just said- Give thr- a chance. I just said thrillers. Give a girl a chance. In, in general. So we're going to start with David Mills. You, you guys are going to be disappointed at the amount of holes in my thriller. Jean. Old Jean. No, Anything he, past mid-90s, probably. Well, we'll see. Yeah. David Mills, not our cousin. Yeah. Says the movie, Training Day. Did. Denzel. Mm-hmm. Love Denzel. All right. Is that a thriller? Don't know that I would. Well, you know what? I'm not going to take issue unless it's really off target. Because some of these are border. I'm not mad because I saw it, but I just, I I guess I wouldn't have categorized this out of my brain, but. Okay. I know you've seen this one. Amy uh, Braganini. Braganini. Says this. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I can do it. April Fool's Day. I love that movie. We have had extensive conversations about that movie. I saw that in the theater in the 80s. All right. You're doing great. <clears throat> like seventh or eighth grade. All right. I'm just jumping in intervals of 10. Yeah, so yep. I don't know what's coming. Uh, Ryan Morgan says the movie Moon. I did not watch that. Your description of it stressed me out. So I okay. opted out. All right. Sam. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. David Bowie's son. Uh, yeah. Directed it. And I wish I knew. I can't remember. Duncan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah. I just. It, it was intrigued me and may have even was it stressful? I don't remember if it was that stressful. I don't I'm think very it, choosy I don't about think it was thrillers super stressful. because I don't like to be stressed out by it's movies. It's an isolated guy on a moon base. Yeah. So it's not not stressful. But I remember you talking about it, but there was a reason for whatever you anyways. No, I've not seen it. Okay. All right. Uh let me go with Jacob uh Soriano. Soriano. Says this movie, Running Scared, Paul Walker film. No. I don't know that movie. I would have guessed it was an 80s movie. I do not know that movie. All right, uh, may he rest in peace. 2006. He's very handsome. And apparently very nice. Our friend worked with him and loved him. Yeah, said he's a great guy. Yeah. And super handsome. Yeah. Uh, Michael Griffith, one of our old pals, says the movie, I know I saw this. I don't know if you saw it. Collateral. It was the movie shot I like totally on TV with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. 
Um, I want to oh. say Michael Mann. Was that Michael Mann? I feel like I saw this. It was this. one of the, first, the kind of first big movies to be shot on like DV, yeah. all like low budge style. So was it shaky cam? Because uh, I probably turned it know, off if it like was that. shaky cam. Oh, it makes me sick. I get. I don't know if you, I don't think you sick. saw it. Collateral. You don't start Cruise. No, yeah. You, don't love you know, him. it's like I'll pretty much, I'm like I'm <laughs> 98% not going to watch it if he's in it. Um, which is funny because I do like Tom Cruise, and that's uh, one of the few things we kind of disagree we on. We just disagree vastly I on think that. I think he's pretty great. I can barely handle looking at his face. I hate his face. <laughs> um, Most of that is because Scientology, though, right? No. there's He's just faux. You like, want to tell your mission? Well, should we say this? The the uh, Mission Impossible story? I will. I don't mind telling it. Right, so I ahead. worked on Mission Impossible 2 in the Mo- on the Moab unit. And they were like fresh from Australia. I was the APOC, the assistant production office coordinator. So I was in the office all the time. So um, I didn't, I did go to dinner with Paula Wagner, his producing partner, who was lovely and like got all the wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had a really great dinner with her. You got all the wine? Got all the wine. (laughs) She got all the wine and I I helped her drink it. But she was lovely. I have to say like I love that that was the first detail from the story. We we got all the wine. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was like, I was a poor APOC at that point and I'm out to dinner with this like very like fancy movie producer. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm sure that was amazing. You know how it is on those, like, especially we're on location in Mm -hmm. Moab. So there was like one nice restaurant. Anyways. So the the funniest Tom Cruise. It's like story. when you drove Katie Holmes home yeah. from set uh, from on Hollywood uh, Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard, she's hanging out of my car screaming, and I'm like, "We are about to." Ha-. She didn't know I how know. famous she was, and I was like, "We are about to have like a stream of people running behind us." And she goes, "Sorry, I ruined your rep." And I was like, "No, no, no, I know. it's not my that rep funny? that I'm concerned about." It's got good stories, yeah. everybody, because she that was a uh, go. I was go. You worked on that movie, yeah. which is she was lovely. Fantastic. She was adorable, really, just like a dear person. And then that was when she was super young and sort she was of, on Dawson's. Yeah. Yeah, fresh-faced, young Katie Holmes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise, Moab. Tom Cruise, Moab. He was still married to Nicole. They flew on. So there was um, a rehearsal. And, you know, like you guys have heard stories about this, the money bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like I was here. They were coming from Australia. And, and people like, how do movie? why do movies cost so much money? Yes, like, exactly. This is why. Because they have a... <laughs> Um, warehouse full of SUVs. Yeah, they pay for whatever that it were takes. just purchased in in cash yeah. and sitting in a warehouse in Australia. And they're <laughs> probably going to sit there for a while. You know, like just ridiculous Crazy. shit. Yeah, it's offensive the money that's wasted. And yeah, and not and not a uh, the, the movie business is efficient in some ways and so not in others. It's it kind of depends. Indies are efficient because you have to be because well, you're robbing Peter to pay but Paul I and scraping mean by. Big movies like they're well, actually, big movies are kind of wasteful. They're pretty waste. Well, it depends on the it depends on a lot of factors. It depends on the actor. It depends on the director. When it's someone like a Tom Cruise, though, they yeah. throw money at whatever the fuck they he, need. Well, he's an executive producer too. He's yeah. a very powerful person. He didn't hear the word no. Yeah. So they so there is a you know he does all of his own stunts. So there's mm-hmm. this big like out on a ledge intense scene. So I can't even remember. It was Mission Impossible. <laughs> Well, too. that's what's funny. You're like, you know, mm. this thing, that's one of the great Mission Impossible scenes okay. is when he's on that fucking Well, he's ledge. supposed to rehearse it. So the whole crew is out there. It's freezing. You're on a rock in fucking Utah. Yeah. And that he and Nicole are in this private jet and fly in and they land. And, you know, there's like, we're working. It's on like a Saturday morning. Right. And I mean, everyone's being paid for this, but, you know, you're on location. Like, you need a little bit of downtime. Shooting is hard. And they stay on the plane for like an hour. And then someone comes down and says, Tom's not coming to set. Meanwhile, people have been sitting out on this windy rock for an hour waiting for him to rehearse. (laughs) You know, like shit like that. Like that's, I mean, and I was just like, and that is what Uh big, famous, rich people do to crew members. Yeah, yeah. That was one of your first big exposures to that. Yeah. Yeah, because I hadn't worked on big movies. It's probably the biggest movie. No. And you just did the Moab shoot. Yes. Which is like one tiny little portion. One tiny little portion, yeah. 
So funny. It was cool. I love Moab, though. Highly recommend. My only Tom Cruise story is when I was working uh, for M80. On That's not TV. why I don't like him, though. No. Like he's weird and gross. <laughs> when I was working at M80, uh, doing all those commercials with Andrew and Adrian, mm-hmm. those guys, I worked in an office in Santa Monica, and uh, one, and they had different floors, had different things going on, and one floor was a casting agency. I actually got two quick stories about this. We were totally derailed from your holes. My holes. <laughs> um, we shan't be discussing my holes anymore, people, so sorry. Don't worry, we'll get right back to it. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise, there was a casting agency on the floor above us, and there was a rumor that Cruise was there. Yeah, so I'm sure I, it, was, it was, everyone was a buzz. Oh, well, I was. I fucking ran upstairs, <laughs> and I saw kind of walking away from me. Down the hall. This tiny person? Uh, well, no, I did, that's the joke. I saw an entourage of like eight people in a circle, and, <laughs> and he was in the middle head. of it, and I didn't see a head. Yeah, he's teens. So that was one story, and the other one, you know, which is very funny. Um, I got on the elevator one day in that building, and I was going downstairs, and right as the door was closing, Pacey gets on. Oh, that would have made me very excited. Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson yeah. from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Uh, Pacey gets on. Something about that guy, I like him. <laughs> Do you remember the story? No, it, it'll jog your memory. So Pacey gets on, and I was like, "Oh, hey man, how's it going?" And he's and then you know me, I'll talk to anyone yeah. famous. <laughs> and he and he said uh, he was like, "Good." I said, "I'm the you? opposite. I will talk to no one famous." And I was like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> he said, "What are you doing here?" Or I said, "What are you doing here?" And he said, uh, "He's like, uh, I'm auditioning upstairs." He said for uh, the new Superman movie. Right. I do remember. And I went, oh, wow, that's fucking cool, man. I was like, what part are you auditioning (laughs) for? (laughs) I could hear him in that flat voice. He looked at me so flat and went, Superman. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was like, oh, shit. Because he could see it in my face. Yeah. You are not Superman. Yeah, no, he's not Superman. He's no. Pacey. And he saw it all over my face. You don't go from Pacey to days. Superman. Isn't that funny that he read for that? That is weird. He's in little, well, they always have he's all those. Super, they, they bring in everybody bring in for those parts. In a certain age group and a certain height. Yeah. It, like yeah, yeah. coloring and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then they pick somebody that is you would not expect. He's in Little Fires Everywhere paying a really like one note part. He's he's been in stuff. He was well. In, he was uh, in the affair, which I watched right that's all the way the one. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that was your that. show. That was another yeah. one of your shows. Oh yeah, that was a show that I did not watch. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Back to yeah, you did not like the whole affair thing in season one. You were like, and I'm done. And just wasn't my, yeah. wasn't my show. Yeah. It was totally your show. I though. love that show. All right. It got a little weird at the end, but. Back to your holes. Back to my holes. Nobody can, n- nobody can wait. Listen. Oh, Jesus. Our dogs are literally trying to break at in the this. door. This is unbelievable. You're beasts. They're such brats. All right. Uh, so I did 67. So let me go to. S- Jesus. I want you to Do open we let this. them in? I don't know. I want you to open it and take a quick picture because I bet all four of them are on that landing. No, but if we let them in, they'll knock everything down. We're not No, doing they're that. nightmares, but I do want to what see would... who's out there. Can I just peek real quick? Yes, just peek, but don't let them in. And tell them to, tell them to go upstairs. Okay. Who's there? Dog. <laughs> you have to post this on your Facebook. Charlie, get out. Oh, jeez. Yeah, okay. I hope that cat meow. Who, how many? All four? <laughs> Three. Charlie, Levon, and Luna. Yeah, I don't know where Nico is. This is this is hysterical. That's pretty much what I opened it to. Charlie's the door scratcher, yeah, so that she's makes the door sense. Scratcher. I knew that was her. They're all those so in the bin, so and of course, if Charlie's there, then Levon's right next to her. All right. <clears throat> I say basement rules. Like we just leave all the shit in here. Don't cut this out. I mean, if you guys want to know what life at the Bryant yes, house is like, this it's is what it's pretty like. mundane. This is what we it's yell like. at our animals a lot. Cats. Pissing on our brand new couch. No, That's what I it's can't like. talk about that. That just ruined my night. All right, I'm not going to read that one because I know you didn't see it. So I'm even going to I'm going to give you a chance here. Um, all right, one of our uh, one of our great old pals here, Charles Martin Akers, says this: uh, Ricochet, John Lithgow, Denzel Washington. It's like a quap. I think a quap movie. Quap movie. I don't think so. I didn't see Ricochet either. So that goes no. I can spell it though. Oh boy, this game's gonna take forever. We gotta stop with the stories. Go fast. Let's do speed round. All right. Uh, Rick de Medeiros says <clears> this <throat> a little movie that I know you've seen called Seven. Of course I've seen Seven. It's wonderful. Gwenny's head in a box. <laughs> that was a Lemonhead song. Was it really? Yeah. You know the box had in it? Bunch of goop. It was Gwyneth's head. <laughs> it's a bunch of goop. 
I love Gwenny. Don't hate me for that, guys. Uh, all right. I said I was going to do this randomly, so here we go. Um, Adam Haddad says this, and this is a movie I somehow did not see. Well, I hope I saw it. Arlington Road. That was Tim. I think I it did. Was Tim, Didn't Robbins Tim Robbins and Jeff Bridges, and I know it was a bomb thing. No, I thought it was a weird house on a cul-de-sac thing. Well, but it was also With a neighbors. bomb thing. I know uh, all about the movie yeah. somehow, but I, I never saw the it. house. Well, you might have seen it then. I'm going to count that as a yes. No, I, I put, is there just put me no, in kind of like no the middle. middle column. There's no middle hole. I think that's the taint. I can see. <laughs> I don't. I don't go into the taint. Between yes and no, yeah. lies the taint. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the the picture, the picture, you know, the picture they took for the movie. Um, on the silver screen? Yeah. The, uh, the poster of Tim Robbins looking kind of menacing. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know if I saw it. I don't think he did. Probably not. Right, well, good now. I do that to Noel, too. Just it, it, If you can't confirm yes, then it's a no. That's well, fair. Noel starts hedging. He's like, oh, there's a guy with the thing and the thing. And I'm like, no, you haven't <laughs> nah. seen this fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, no, you didn't see this, but I'm going in order. So I'm going to go with Richard C. Anderson says Red Eye. I've never even heard of that. It was that, it was a thriller uh, uh, set on a plane with uh, Cillian Murphy Mm -hmm. and Rachel McAdams. That guy is so fucking weird. I love her. How'd I miss that? Let's watch that. Cillian Murphy is a weird mofo. That sounds like a, uh. And I say weird in it. Like when I say something's weird, I mean, it's usually pretty. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Yeah, I love Rachel McAdams. Like, love. I'll pretty much watch anything she's in, even if it makes me afraid to fly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I may not be watching that. Or fall in love. Notebook. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I think I've told my notebook story of you. Oh, what? I was like, man, I don't want to watch this, and then I'm crying? (laughs) Oh, I woke up to you sobbing at the end. Yeah, like... Well, fuck me, man. Oh, Jesus. You know I turn it's it. It's not even fair. I will still totally watch Jenna that movie. Jenna Rollins and James Garner. I know. Like, let's show an old yeah. cu- couple dying together. Fuck that. So uh, like I do with all the movies that I just don't need to deal with that. When she shows up, like, you know, she's going to stay with him. I'm like, great movie. And I turn it off yeah. when I watch it. I just don't need to see that shit. Plus, a little ham-fisted. Mm. That bookend stuff. You know, I didn't love no, it as much. I know. And I love those two. I love James Garner and... uh it's one of those movies you just got to buy into because it's a little schmaltzy, it's a little on the nose. Those bookends are a little. They heavy. had great chemistry though. Yes, because they were really Ryan Gosling. In love. Yeah, well, but they fell in love on. But they had great chemistry. Like that's great. that was why that I was like a that great movie. movie. I liked it. I have no shame about that. Yeah, movie. nor should you. And it was adorable. It's been a while since you've been on the show, and I'm really enjoying this. So good, yay! I, it's I been always too love long. being here. People I'll, have been. I'll, Calling for you from the mountaintop. Clamoring. <laughs> Clamoring. I doubt that. All right. We're going to go with Terry got way more holes. Calejo, uh, a movie well, that I know you've seen because we saw it not too long ago called Jagged Edge, a thriller. Oh, God. It was so bad. I remember thinking it was so good and it was so bad. No, it Babe, remember we talked, Jagged Edge was bad. And Did we talked we? about it because the good one like, is, um, no fatal in, or, uh, is Fatal Attraction instinct. and Basic well, Instinct. Both of those. Both of those are good. Jagged Edge was bad. I was so disappointed at how bad it was because you know I remembered I it being we good. We're disappointed, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Like Fatal Attraction is awesome. Yeah. So then the question is, uh, greater than or less than Fatal Attraction or... Uh, Basic Instinct? Basic Instinct. Fatal Attraction. I liked Basic Instinct, but, you know. I think you're right. That was, like, more campy. 
Yeah. Fatal Attraction was just a good movie. Which we watched not too long ago. Yeah. Remember we went through this little 80s uh, thriller Yeah, we watched all of those. And see, those are the ones I'll watch. 80s thrillers were totally in my wheelhouse. What they do now is pure terror. (laughs) I don't like to be terrorized in my house. No, you're not. You're not. I don't. Who likes that though? Like, who genuinely like? Do you? Is your life so mundane that you want to be scared out of your pants? There, there are people out there that love that shit. I know, but that's like a a thrill seeker. Like maybe. And that was really offensive. I didn't mean to offend anybody. (laughs) You're so boring. (laughs) No, bored. You're so bored, not boring. Oh, that's okay. Can you take that out? Beep 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 beep. No, leave it in there. It's no big deal. (laughs) I just was an asshole. No, you weren't an asshole. Slightly an asshole. Uh, Jody Fountain. Brings us. Are you serious? Did you just do that into I had a microphone? Something in my tooth. I didn't mean to. It's bugging <laughs> oh me. God. Can you take that out? No. <laughs> Everyone needs to the know. Warts and all. No, they really don't. Sloshy you. So Jody Fountain uh, brings us this little thriller, a little movie that I know you've seen, called Prisoners. Prisoners. Denis Villeneuve. You saw. Can you? It was the one that, uh, well, Villeneuve did the, the couple of movies you've seen. That, was it The Rock? Jake Gyllenhaal, Enemy, where he had the doppelganger and that ended with... Oh, that was good. Spoiler, spoiler. It ended with that fucking big tarantula that in the room. That was weird. Prisoners was another movie. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman with the uh, kidnapping of his daughter. Shot in Atlanta. Hugh Jackman... Jake Gyllenhaal was the investigator, and uh, Paul Dano was the weirdo would-be kidnapper. You know I saw this? I know you saw this. Okay. I mean, it sounds kind of familiar, yeah. but I'm I have that no yes recall. Because right. I, <laughs> I saw it with you. That's fine. I didn't see that coming. Uh, let me see here. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, the next one in line is from Jordan Wang, and he says this, a little movie from Kenneth Branagh, and Emma Thompson that I saw for sure before we were together called Dead Again. I don't think I saw that. I know of it. You remember Dead Again? Vaguely. All right. No? I don't think I saw it. Black and white, I think? I don't think I saw it. You know, I worked with him on mm-hmm. The Gingerbread Man. That's right. And you worked sat with through uh, his Robert Altman. four-hour Hamlet that he screened for the cast and crew. Thank you. <laughs> Not a Shakespeare person, guys. Whoa. <laughs> Burn, yeah. Kenneth B. Was, he was lovely. <laughs> that was not one of my favorite nights. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we are, just so you know, we are uh, five to six right now. You're ma- yeah, And I'm sure you could have made this like a yes, lot no. less even. I know. God, this is taking forever. Uh, all right. Aaron Guyug says this, and I know you've seen this. Just go ahead and say yes to a little movie called Mulholland Drive. Love, of course, anything Lynchian. Except the remake of... I knew you were going to say yeah. that. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Uh, now you've seen this. David Keith says this. Sci-fi thriller uh, Ex Machina. Oh, it's great. You love that movie. Love. Me too. Plus Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaacs. Meow. Yeah, he's handsome. He's got a thing. He's, it's, there's a thing. Yeah, it's beyond handsome. He's yeah, got a thing. It's a thing. I fell in love with him in, uh, in, as Lewin Davis. So you know how mad I am about Every time I see him, I just see, well, because the cat. The cat. <laughs> Fucking, the, I will never love the Coens because of the animal they shit. They with animals. And that, so that cat weird. shit made me so, I was so Almost stressed about that cat. every single movie, they kill an animal or, or lose or an animal. Or just fuck it up. And I just I know. was so, I was mad throughout Lewin Davis. I wanted to love it. I know. I know. 
She was so great in that uh, Carrie uh, Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, she was funny. God, she just says like the aggro ex-wife <laughs> about she? when she's talking about uh, what is what is the great line she has because she got he got her pregnant like take a condom and wrap it in a condom or something like that. <laughs> it, she was so awesome. Yeah, I blocked that movie out because I'm mad at it. All right. Um... Let me see here. What is the next one? He's little too, I think. Well, here's one. Uh, here's the next one. This is from Nick Faulkner. He says, no country for old men. No, you did not see I that. I cannot. Because of the aforementioned Coen brothers. There's you, You're not like the biggest Coen brothers person. I'm not. I finally just. You, you had to reckon with that. Oh, I, you love well, Fargo. You like, like, oh, brother, we're out there. You like a few of their movies. Yeah, Blood Simple. Even that, you know. But it's like, uh, I get it. You, you don't love them. I don't. It's not. It's just not my my. Style, I guess, but it's not the animal cool to stuff not like has a lot to. Okay. No, it's all right. You got to be yourself. But you know me, I'm I am myself. I'm not going to be something that I'm not. <laughs> and that's Ever. Why I married you? And don't you even think it? <laughs> that's another movie. Yeah. Movie ref. Yeah. Name that movie, people. I'll give you five seconds. Four, three, three two, two, one. Say anything. Say anything. The the very young at the time. Uh, Lily. Um. Lily Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Don't you even think it. That'll never, never, never be never. me. That'll never be me. That'll never, 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 never. Don't you even think it. So great. So great. All right. This Another is great movie. Uh, Shannon Redding. Did you say not a great movie? Another great oh, movie. Okay. Try it out of your ass. Shannon Redding McQueen says this little movie that I really love. That I think you've seen it called No Way Out. Co- Costner. Yeah. Kevin Costner, Gene Hackman. I do not like Sean Young. Na- but did you see it? I saw it. Oh, okay. That was great. What was his name? Kaiser Sose. Yeah, Kaiser Sose. No, yeah. that was from my usual suspects. No, not Kaiser Sose. What was what his was, name? You mean when it was he a was Russian name. outed uh, Dimitri, I think. I think it was fucking Dimitri. Okay. Great movie. I do not like Sean Young. I will, I will uh, stand That was that. a really good uh, thriller out of great. that time period. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was I really remember like, being like, oh, didn't see that coming. God damn, I miss Gene Hackman. So, so much. Sad face. I miss him so much. And, you know, him. I get it. You retire, like, that's yeah. a that's a stand-up thing to do well, is nice to be to like, know you know what, I'm done. done. Yeah. I know, but. Plus, movie oh, life, God. I mean, that's. One of my all-time favorites. Oh, shit. That's right. Just water. Okay, I know, but it's on our daughter's quilt on your. Uh, that's okay. We're good. Very important. All right, here we go. Chris Sweeney Machinery. says uh, this little movie called. That I saw, The Machinist. No, where uh, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale got, got super... skinny? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow, it's a dead heat at 16. Yeah. It always comes down to the wire, it seems like. Oh, here we go. Uh, Grant Woody, one of our old friends, says this. The movie, I remember seeing this. I don't know if, I bet you have. Copycat. Copycat. I have seen Remember this. Remember Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. Oh, I love that there's movie. There's like an agoraphobic. Oh, my God. Uh, She's agoraphobic and there's Harry a serial Connick killer. Jr. And Harry Connick Jr. is a serial killer. Right. I've seen that movie a couple of times. That is a good 
scary ass movie. Yeah, that was a good thriller. He has, but, but he. I love it, how excited you got about that fucking movie. Well, because it like it took me a minute. Harry Connick Jr. He is was threatening in that movie. Terrifying. I know. I mean, and when he gets like, her over the stall, normally at the just end. so charming and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you've got hope floats. It's like, come on. Well, and also, ba ba boop ba ba. Yeah, like yeah, that he's whole like side jazzy guy. <laughs> like and then he's fucking, Emily just jazz hands. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, good movie. I'd that see that again, actually. Movie. I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it semi-recently. And Sigourney Weaver is great as like a, no, She's you know, great in everything. Yeah. She's wonderful. Of course she is. Uh, all right. We're going to go with, oh boy, it's coming down the wire. Sophie Bristol says this movie, I'm pretty sure you saw this uh, with me even, uh, Kiss the Girls. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, did we, were we together then? That was 90s, I feel like. Uh, I, I feel like there was never a time when we weren't, so. She jumps off a cliff to save herself mm-hmm. from her abduction, yeah. like props. All right, you got a good two-point lead here yeah. going into the Keep final me, two. Set me up for success, babe. I'm just going in order. Let me see. You're not here. cheating uh, just a little? Uh, to maybe. make me feel good? No. Uh, John Bick says this. I was like, John Wick? The Talented Mr. Ripley. I did see it. It was great. Gwynny. I think and you Matt. just cinched it. So there is a eleven to a eight. Awesome. So, so that's yeah, uh, it's a win. nineteen. Yeah, one more to go. So you cinched it, and you know what? The very last one is Christopher Austin says Michael Clayton, which I know you've seen. Yeah, it's great. So Tom Boom Boom. I feel good about this. Tom Boom. Tom Boom. <laughs> Tom. He's great. No, it was Clooney. No, Michael Clayton also was Tom, the British guy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Tom, uh, Tom, where Wilkinson, Hiddleston was <laughs> Wil- Wilkinson. Wil- Wilkinson. Hiddleston. God, he's great. He's great. All right. Uh, shit. We are. Oh, actually, we're great. That seemed like it's we a are great. <laughs> All right, everyone. Everyone knows. And I've talked about this a bunch. But you didn't include what. Well, that, Ruby won't go talk from Frozen for very long, but. We didn't leave much time for her segment. It'll be fine. Yeah. These everyone's fucking at home. Yeah. People want more. Okay, <laughs> got time for the ramblings. More is more. More right is more. Now, finally, all right. Uh, less is not more. So everyone knows because I've talked about it a bunch, and we talked a bit. We teased it on the uh, previous episode about the fact, and everyone thinks it's adorable, and a lot of uh, ladies sort of agree more than men that uh, watching a movie because of a house, yeah, is okay. Yeah, you will watch a movie. Yeah. That you don't even like necessarily that much. I don't love. I, I can't hate the movie. You can't hate the movie. But if it's a good house, I rarely am going to hate a movie. But you will watch a movie because of a house. Yeah. And the example I always give of you watching a movie that you really just like ordinarily would never watch. Yeah. Do you know what it is? The Lake House? No. Because that I could see you getting into that. As that a, movie was fair, fairly schmaltzy. It's schmaltzy, but you've got your little uh, guilty pleasures I like, like Sandy, that. too. But what movie? What do you not usually indulge as dumb comedies? Oh, fucking Yumi and McGee. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> me. Me, Yumi, and you, Dupree. Yumi and Dupree. That movie or was... Or me, you, and Dupree, yeah, or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that house. That... Was the first thing he said? <laughs> <laughs> me and Mr. McGee? I don't know. <laughs> me and Bobby McGee? Yeah, yeah. So you will watch that house because that house it's a craftsman, beautiful craftsman. I mean, that when we were renovating our house, I kept yeah, yeah, referencing that, was your that house. <laughs> that was your yeah. fucking mood board. I was like, make it look like this, and it's funny because I looked into it. So they took a craftsman and added that kind of unexpected dimension. Of course, Hollywood did it. Was like the art department got in there and made it sweet. Sure, but that I mean that. 
fireplace and that stairway and that open living room and all the paneling and you know. So what else? What are a few uh, before we get into this? Um, uh, Lake House, is yeah. one of your other favorites, yeah, because that was just ridiculous. Well, and there are some other cool interiors in that as well. Oh, okay, cool yes. interiors, cool interiors. Uh, what else? What are some of your other well, favorite you know, abodes? The one, like well, the one. No, I've talked about this. Yeah, the the. Uh, the conservatory. Conservatory and practical magic. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Bless you. It's not COVID. I have allergies. <laughs> I know. Right when pollen season kicks in. Oh, my in. God. My lungs are seizing. I know, and I'm like, like <laughs> but I'm allergic. Um, do you need a tissue? Or you... Yeah, probably. So um, practical magic. I've talked to that a bunch. Yeah. I feel like we did this. this here, feels... blow your – move away from the mic at least when you <laughs> – <laughs> what it's like living with me it is hey everybody thank you all right um lost right what what you're just singing oh no a version of that did you just that's a deep cut come on everybody you remember what it is you all everybody yeah yeah. that's uh the stupid damon damon from lost yeah that guy what happened to that guy Ackerman made a reference to that on the uh, REM podcast or the YouTube podcast. Lost or that band? Th- that band and that song. And he and Adam Scott were how talking did, about it. How did that come out with any with either of those artists? I say Ackerman now like he's my best pal. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I like to think he is. So, uh, in, your, in your mind he is. What, uh, what other favorite uh, – You, I mean, you could talk for Sorry, hours no, about my, I'm having an allergy my attack. industry man crushes. Oh, your industry man crushes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like dudes I've met and want to meet. Like, oh, yeah. I practically. Yeah. Anyone like, in the comedic my genre. My interview with Ben Sinclair. Remember how excited I was about that? I was pretty jazzed about that, too. Well, of course you were. Yeah. As you should be. Yeah. Um. What What other houses? What other apartments? You're putting me on the spot. I'm not going to. Well, uh, let me think about it. Like, I mean, oh, my God. Diane Keaton's house in um, the one with Jack Nicholson where she got naked. Oh, um, oh. That house was amazing. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. It was like a country house in Connecticut and, you know, yeah. it had this, like, amazing kitchen and, it, you know. But you're kind grounds. of all over the place. You also see something like, are you blowing your nose again? I am. I'm having an allergy attack. Feel free to pause while I deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? I think we should leave all I this I mean, really? In. I do. Um. The uh, parasite that we just saw, like that house, yeah. holy shit! That house was amazing, that, and that's not really our style. Like I'm way more into the modern thing than you are, but you will go there. I like mid-century modern that kind of dips into that, like that big great room with like the all uh-huh. the glass and that okay. fucking coffee table. Sidebar: <laughs> I don't really know much about Dakota Johnson, mm. other than she's you know in those. Like she's the she's, spawn of yeah Donna Melanie yeah Donna Melanie, um and she's dating Gwyneth Paltrow's ex husband mm-hmm. and you know she just honestly has seemed like a little vanilla every you time I've seen, seen her, her in a ton of movies no even. she hasn't been in a ton of movies I, I didn't see Fifty, 50 Shades of Grey no I didn't watch that are you kidding me you read all three of those well, motherfuckers I did because it's fine literature <laughs> but I would like never <laughs> watch those smutty movies. <laughs> It really degraded the I fine would, quality. I know. I would totally watch that movie. It was on, but I have not. I've not seen it, so uh-huh. I don't really know much about her. <laughs> but I, I read Architectural Digest like pretty religiously, and sure. she, her house is in it. And I'd seen a picture or two, and I yeah. was like, I need to see more. This house is 
fucking amazing. Yeah, there's a YouTube. It's a video on yeah. Architectural Digest, and this house is amazing. And she is so charming. We, I was yeah, then Chuck fun. watched. I sent it to him, and I, I mean, like thoroughly enjoyed. What did I enjoyed. say? I was like, first of all, I love that house, and she's adorable. Second, I have like the biggest crush on her. Yeah, now. she's really great. Yeah, she was funny. But that house, man, I was and she like, had good taste. Yeah, like, that's what it's all about. That house was. I yeah. cannot stop thinking about that house. That house has great. gotten me through the first week of this disaster that our world is in. <laughs> That's right. I I've, wa- I've, I've watched that video a lot. She would feel good knowing that. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we are going to move on to... uh... Best movie houses. And what I asked people was, um, what what are your kind of, it's almost like uh, like Janet Varney on the um, JB Club podcast does uh, the MASH game at mm-hmm. the end of her shows. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I is often MASH. like, what will you? Mansion, apartment. Yeah. Um, 
something Asian house apartment. Oh, shit. Studio What's... house? No, it's not studio. What's S? Mansion apartment. I can't remember. Um, you're looking it up, though, which is great. So I kind of asked them that version of that game, which is where Shack. Would... Yeah, Shack House. Yeah. Uh, where would you most like to live? Yeah. Uh, not even like what movie house do you love the most? It's like where would you actually want to live? And this is what we found out. All right, so we're going to start with Zach Pointer, one of our oldest pals, says Notting Hill. I didn't see this, but he said Hugh Grant's place uh, was pretty cool. He says homely and inviting. I think he means homey. No, homely. Okay, so that's it, it, when watching British designer shows, they say homely when they mean homey. Oh, homely really? here means wan and pale. What? and Yeah, isn't that funny? They say homely? Homely. It's come up in a lot of the British designer shows. It kind of makes sense as a word if you yeah. think about it. Um, Pierce and Caroline always say, no, actually, they don't say homely, but there's another uh, oh, British uh, designer person that oh, okay. kept saying homely. And I was like, so it's bad? Because <laughs> homely here isn't good. I think Zach lives in Japan. So uh, I don't know. I don't think he's English. Maybe. I mean, it was like, a, it was did you kind see of like, it? yeah, I, I saw it. It was kind of like an apartment. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I'll go with that, Zach. All right. Uh, one of our old friends, Minal Data, says, the murder house and the American version of Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. I we saw that, but I don't remember. Dead. The house. It was Rooney. I don't remember the house. Oh, it was Fincher, so it had to yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, she says close second uh, Parasite House. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The aforementioned uh, Karen Knox says that Parasite House. Oh, interesting. She says apparently they built it just for the movie. Really? Of course they did. Well, knowing what I know about the director now, because Casey said he's so like meticulous, I'm sure. It's like he had a, well, and you're shooting in a house like that, you know, like you need a lot of extra space. Oh, totally. To fit all of your gear and Well, and he just had a a look he was going for. But really, if you think about it, there was some stuff upstairs, but it was that great main room and then Mm -hmm. the kitchen leading to the- beautiful wall. Yeah, leading to the crazy. Yeah, that lit up, (laughs) leading to chaos. Yeah. Uh, Donald Terrell says the house in Ex Machina. Mm. Remember how amazing, amazing that was? Yeah. That was really cool. When Oscar Isaacs got silently stabbed. <laughs> that was very weird. Oh, my God. I want to see that again, so I think. just, like, shoved yeah, that the was knife one of the into great, him. Like, and it was like, why isn't, oh my why God, isn't there... so creepy. Why isn't this... Because that's how a robot would do it. Yeah. It wouldn't be like... Because there's no emotion. No. It wouldn't be like, ah, ah, ah. But like, like he was like there was it. It was, it was so non dramatic. Like, how do you kill? Yeah, insert knife. I will into kill you heart. in your kidney <laughs> <laughs> with the tip of a sharp knife. We went for different organs. That was what you say. Well, I said heart. I, I was mean, focusing shit. on the kidney. It was in his stomach. <laughs> like, it was, like you, you'd have to go through a chest plate for the heart. It would have been you're, much more. You were focusing on the kidney. Yeah, good to know. It was easy to slice into. I'll, I won't sleep on my side tonight. Oh, come on. I'm too. I'm way too tired in the middle of the night to murder you. <laughs> if, if, if I wasn't, it probably would have happened by now. Yeah. As you know, I'm not like a middle of the night happy person. Uh, okay, here we go. Skylar Ward says this. Obviously, practical magic. Mm, 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 mm. I'm begging for a conservatory. We live on a quarter of an acre, so that will literally never happen. Oh, here's one I know you're going to love. Michael McCord. I'm with you there, my friend. He says this. The brownstone in uh, the Royal Tannenbaums. Oh, God, it's wonderful. Fucking How has that not great. been in my – like, I, of course that was at some point. Yeah. The game closet alone. Yeah. 
I'm, uh, we're going to have one of those by the end of the quarantine period. A brownstone? No. Yeah. A game <laughs> closet that looks like that. I just keep I know, ordering, ordering all of those 80s, awesome 80s games that I think Ruby will be able to play versions of. Uh, Vanessa Lopez, our old friend, says, Tony Stark's house in Iron Man. You probably don't remember that, but it's just- I do. Super mod. On, on yeah. the fucking cliffs of like yeah. Malibu or whatever. Cool. Super cool. Yeah, that's Amazing. generally not my style, but th- as far as appreciating a beautiful piece of architecture. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Brian uh, Pudel says this, it's not fancy, but I love the house in the Goonies. I love the house in the, well, I, I love where the house is in the Goonies. Astoria is magical. Yeah, but it's kind of this great old like it, well, it is. It has a lot of Yeah, it has a lot of character for mm-hmm. sure. That big wraparound porch. Yeah, and, yeah. it was cool. And like the high ceilings and old yeah rooms. Oh, here we go. Grant Brand. Woody, uh, one of our old uh, pals, says this. The house in the family stone is my wife's favorite all-time movie house. That was a nice house. That was great. Yeah, it was kind of like a colonial, as as I recall, right? Like a white colonial. I don't remember. We both like that movie. Yeah. I just can't remember the house. Yeah, it was for a nice house, reason. for sure. Uh, Lindsay Rubin says Andy McDowell's apartment from Green Card. Don't remember that. I think I saw a green car, but I don't remember it. Hmm. Knives Out is on here from Corey Robinson. I need to see that. I've not seen that yet. Uh, let me see here. That should be on our quarantine movies. Uh, Nicole Renee says, I always love Meryl Streep's Brownstone and Devil Wears Prada. Oh, it's pretty lo- – it's, it's, She says it just wasn't featured long enough. It's like a hotel. Film. That place is amazing. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, it's got like the staircase. It It's very non-brownstone like because it's so expansive. Yeah. But there's like the staircase all the way through the middle oh. that just is, you know. Lovely. Uh, Karen Gilmore Hall says this. How about the Mamma Mia compound? I oh, love yeah. The, the white and actually, blue. Actually, it's pretty sweet. Greek. It's in Mexico, I think. Oh, Greek. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Greek. That yeah. blue and white. Yeah. Aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Good call on that. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that movie. Yeah, that's very good. I mean, you know, I love ABBA. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Grant Yoakum uh, votes for Royal Tannenbaums. Yeah. A lot of people want to live there. Yeah, of course. Oh, I remember this because one. Because it was interior designed by Wes Anderson and his yeah, exactly. crew, so it's magic. Uh, Dan R., but you can only walk down the center of every room. That's the only problem yeah. with those places. <laughs> Speaking of which, what was the one with the little girl and the little boy? That house was pretty sweet. Oh, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, Dan R. Evans says Pacific Heights. Do you remember that? Melanie Griffith and Matthew Modine and Michael Keaton. I do. It's a thriller, Pacific Heights neighborhood of San Francisco, obviously. Yeah. Matthew Modine. So was this in the 80s? Uh, it was, boy, I want to say 80s, maybe early 90s. Don't you have a Matthew Modine story? Or your brother does. Well, Scott worked yeah. with him. And like they were pals. Yeah. He's great. Uh, let me see. Chris Preville says the Adams Family Home. Yeah, that's 90s. obviously. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Sherry Oldenburg says the New York loft from Ghost. I don't remember oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that place was sweet. Was it? Yeah, that's they like the clay are. scene. Yeah, that was, that was a good call. Oh, did she, was she uh, shooting clay in her, She's in her a apartment? <laughs> a pata. We call it shooting clay, throwing clay? Nobody says called? shoot clay. Spinning clay? You you do shoot clay if you're shooting skeet. Yeah, but what's the uh, what's throwing. it called? Throwing clay. Yeah. Throwing Pottery. Throwing but, pottery? Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. I'm getting it all wrong. You're doing great. All right. Let me go uh, one more here with Megan Johnson Frucci says, and I totally agree, 
Remember that Jack Black, uh, Kate Winslet movie, The Holiday? Yeah, did not love that movie. The Cottage, though, in England. Also, her house in um, California, where the Everett well, was, was pretty cool, too. too. Yeah. But boy, that cottage. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Again, I, I would watch that movie again because I don't love the movie, but I do love the houses. All right. I'm gonna... Oh, um, there was a not great movie with, I think it was Meryl Streep and um, Steve Martin. Martin. And, uh, oh, it was the one, uh, It's Complicated. I didn't see that. She had a beautiful bakery, and her ho- she was getting a house renovation from Steve Martin, and that was pretty sweet, too. So it's really not that complicated. It's really not that complicated. <laughs> Those are the movies that make, like, like she's she has a beautiful bakery, and then this huge house that her beautiful bakery built. I know. Which is not possible. I know. Like, that, that it's, is, it's it is never a, real. Economy of scale. Like Just you like can't the, have the one. friends wouldn't have lived in that apartment. Mm-mm. Although I think the solve for friends was it was like Monica and Chandler's or uh, Monica and uh, Ross's grandmothers or something. Oh, interesting. I think I remember that being the case for some reason. Because somebody like, yeah, but then how did Joey and Chandler live across the street? Well, or there's just the way hall. smaller. Was it? Yeah, yeah. The the, no ma- the main apartment was like this big fucking open thing. And- mm hmm. Uh, yeah, it was right, a lot right. smaller. Yeah. But still. Yeah. It's TV. Yeah. It's real. Did you have fun? This was great. Of course I had fun. Now I'm like, do we have to finish? Yes, we do. It's 11 I o'clock. got my second wind. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. After 10, I was dying. I was like, after well, the first Well, I mean, one. shit. Uh, do you want to do a few questions? Sure. All right. Fuck. I have a little bit more wine. I have this much more time in me. All right. You have uh, half an inch of wine? Yeah. That's like one <laughs> sip. Now I can make that last really two or three. Just so weird. With my patented sipping technique. (laughs) (laughs) Patent patent pending. (laughs) All right. Let me go to comment card. We're going to finish up with some questions for you. I thought you were way done. No, not at all. I closed it down. Totally got my second wind. All right. Okay. Let's start it out with. Are you yawning? No. Fuck, you just said you were fine. Yawn. That, well, there's, there's no oxygen in here, man. Like, what do you mean there's no, no there's oxygen? No, there's no oxygen. It's hot. We're it's not stuffy. Underwater. It's stuffy. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> um, all right, this is a good one. This is a, a little uh, not so specific, but I want to get your take. Uh, Mario Escobar says this. Would it be helpful or detrimental hmm. to have separate best director categories for men and women? At the Oscars. I'm going to answer it real quick while you think. I'm going to say detrimental. And let's just, you know, try and level the playing field a little bit more. That's all that needs to happen. Well, part of the problem is there are so few women directors. There's still, I mean, there are more every year, but there are still fewer yeah, women directors such a like, and ugh. even fewer Oscar opportunities for women. So it, 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 it would feel a little bit like a gimme. It, that's what it feels like to me is like, Oh, let's give you your own category. Like it needs to be. They need. I mean, they're right. They're they're there anyway with the men. It's just they're not getting the recognition. Well, women need more opportunity. It's stupid. It has nothing to do with your having a vagina, body parts. Yeah. It's but so it dumb. does. It has so much to do with that. Oh God, it's so annoying. Uh, Lisa, Pop- good question though. I mean, I don't no, hate it that. Is. Yeah, it's, it's a thought. Yeah, a thought provoker. But also, there's still so few women directors that movies would be in there that have no business probably being Oscar contenders. So it would feel totally like a 
Somebody is forcing their body against There's a dog the door. Wedging. We're going to open the door and a dog's going to fall in. That's how like much. I, you know what I picture? I picture Charlie like with a glass hey, with it. a glass against the wall totally up to her like, ear. Who are they talking to? They're so mad. Do you think they need something? They need to no, I, they, I put them out in between. Blake, stop, stop it. it. Stop it. All right. Uh, Matthew Jackson says this. Do you ever have the desire to shave Chuck's beard while he sleeps? Never. No. I love that beard. Uh, Sharon um, Aloysius. Great name. But I have to say he looks really different without it, people. I don't yeah. know if he's ever posted a Chuck pre in the Pre-beard. middle of facial hair picture, but he, so. he looks like a completely different human being. It's pretty it. weird. I look younger. Younger and just your face shape is different. Like I know. It's, you look different. Well, all my chins come out. That's why I have the beard. Lucky. The chins come out at night. night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sharon and Aloysius. Aloysius. Great name. Aloysius? Says, what was your favorite movie, Emily, as a teenager? Oh, geez. There's so many. The Goonies I really loved. Um... You're a big Gooniite. Oh yeah, um, I loved all of you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth. I loved all the thrillers. I'm trying to think of like what would be like a pinnacle movie for me back then. Footloose, all the anything with Molly Ringwald in it, Pretty in Pink. I would say probably John Hughes. Just as a whole, as a whole, yeah. Sure. That's of fair. of the ones like Pretty in Pink, some kind of wonderful, Sixteen Candles. I'd say it's a pretty even split between Pretty in Pink and some kind of wonderful. As far as like my kind of favorite teenage movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll end on that. That seems like a good. All right. Uh, let's finish with this. <laughs> it was funny. Real quick. I had a, my staff who's, you know, like the oldest person is like 35. Right. I had a, they, they were kind of like one day. your old ass. Yeah. Well, the, the <laughs> oldest next to me, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And they were having a Molly Ringwald conversation. I was like, let me help you guys out with this. Cause they didn't get it. Oh. And I, I, they didn't I get like why people love her. No, but I, but I guess it's like if you're coming in, oh, you know, like Talk a decade about a plus generational divide. I, it was, and I was like, I can help you out with this, you yeah. know, because I'm like, I'm never like you, idiots. Even if I think it, because I get that they have different, you know. But I was like, she was cool. Like she just yeah. exuded cool. There was something about well, and her. Cool, but like accessible cool. Yeah. And like someone you could know. She wasn't a bitch. She wasn't, yeah. She, she wasn't, wasn't a supermodel. Uh-uh. Like at all, like just but sort of worked. she was so cool. The way she dressed, the way yeah. she acted, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. The, I, I was like, she was She's who, very likable. And in the eighties being cool was more important than being pretty. I feel like there were the people that cared about being yeah, pretty, but yeah. the cool factor with the, if, if you're a punk rock, which of course I was, you wanted to be cool. Right. You weren't so worried about being like made up and pretty. Yeah. She was more punk rock as far as that goes. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, it is now 11. 11. Oh, four. We're going to bed. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably have one more drink. Let's be for, honest. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everyone. And thank you for joining me, my sweets. This is great. So fun. Thank you guys for having me. I really do enjoy They this. love you. This has been a lot of fun. They got to see us in our element just sitting around <laughs> in, the, in the basement getting yeah, drunk. Picking at each other. Which is great. Uh, Normally we're in our sunroom, which is much prettier than our basement, actually. So We have uh, a sweet sunroom. We do have a sweet sunroom. That's kind of become like the main hangout room It's in the a house. fucking sweet sunroom. Yeah, maybe I'll post a picture of the old sunroom. Y- y- I, like I would say that rivals any of the movie sets that I've... Whoa. All right. 
Uh, so thanks for listening, everyone. We love you. Be safe. Be careful. Be kind. Be courteous. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Wash your hands. The chorus of no scrubs. That's right. And uh, and be, be good to one another. It's tough right now. So hang in there. And we're thinking about you. Be safe. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elia connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.